Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is acidic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the OMB channel. Also, welcome to the Open Forum. That's right, we are bringing back the Open Forum tonight. No topic is off the table, within reason, of course. There are certain things that I simply cannot say or talk about um, as a Catholic school teacher. But any questions or comments or subjects that you've always wanted to talk about, but it's never been the subject matter of the streams, tonight is the night for that to happen, as apparently Joe Biden has just won South Carolina. <laughs> so um, that apparently was a very quick decision. It just turned to 7 p.m. Eastern time when it ended. So based off of various things, looks like Fox News is projecting that he's going to win. Thought that would be drawn out a little longer, but can't really say I'm surprised. Color me surprised. I say not. But what is going on to my DLive and my YouTube peeps? Hope you are all doing very well. Also, I believe it's Captain Dean Heiss who's celebrating a sub anniversary today. So thank you very much for that, for being a longtime supporter over on DLive. We've got Phonemo over on DLive as well. We've got Captain Poppyton over there as well. And also, there is a message I believe I may have forgotten to read last stream. And so before I get into the YouTube chat, uh, just in case I forgot, Edward Coleman gave me a $5 donation last stream. I think I read it, but I just want to make sure. So again, shout out to Edward Coleman for the $5 donation via Streamlabs. It said, Bob Iger is a start, but I'm not spending a dollar on Disney Star Wars until Kathleen Kennedy is gone. I once was one of the biggest Star Wars fans, read every EU book, even had a Star Wars themed wedding, but their agenda killed my love for the franchise. So I think I read that, but I just wanted to be on the safe side with that. So hope you are doing well, Edward Coleman. Thank you for the donation via Streamlabs. And uh, yeah, thank you all so very much for being here and for being amazing people. people. In fact, speaking of which, I need to uh, add this really quickly. So that way that gets recorded because um, I'm a bit of a political junkie. Even though I, I hate modern politics, it drives me absolutely insane. I do still like following the process, if that makes any sense. If you're like that, let me know in the chat as well. Uh, Stephanie B is in the chat. Hey, what is going on, Stephanie B? We got HyperNext13, Dory to Hobbits, Robert Frey, GMonkey76 is here as well. Bruce is in the chat. Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Says, made the six-hour trip again to Best Buy on Thursday for a new laptop. Ooh, Father, what'd you get? I'm also a tech head, tech geek, so let me know. What kind of laptop did you get? Uh, Soul Assassin is here. Trevor Random is here as well. Member Alex McCarthy. What's going on, member Alex McCarthy? Says, howdy, Odin. How's it going? Open forum. How about that John Cena vs. Bray? Dude, Alex, I'm just going to be honest. I do not care about Raw or SmackDown. I don't care about the main shows anymore. Don't care. I just honestly have lost any interest. I don't watch them anymore. I barely follow up on them. In fact, I think you're the only one that even keeps me updated about what's going on on Raw and SmackDown. Um, it's that bad, right? Like, so I'll, I'll try and watch, you know, watch back pay-per-views every now and then if it's a pay-per-view that I actually care about. But right now, I'm almost all in on all the all of the all elite wrestling AEW. The biggest problem there is the fact that they've got a man currently holding the women's title, and I'm not okay with that. I don't like the political agendas they're trying to push in their women's division with that nonsense. It's really ridiculous overall. Um, but yeah, you're the only one, dude, that talks about Raw or SmackDown, and I just I don't care. Just going to be honest, I don't care. It means, very, it means nothing to me anymore because they've destroyed characters, and everything about the show has just 
been I, I, Vince needs to retire. Plain and simple, Vince needs to retire. He's lost his touch. He's going to lose so many hardcore wrestling fans to AEW. And you know what? He deserves it at this point. He deserves it. Uh, Mr. Peabody is over in the YouTube chat. Hologram Nunchuck is here as well. Uh, Destiny28, what is going on? Uh, Hypernex13 says, what was your favorite childhood uh, what was your favorite childhood TV show growing up? Mine was Ben 10. Um, I would probably say, hold on, I just want to make sure that this was, oh, what's going on here? What's going on here? Okay, cool, it's still paused. Anyway, my favorite show growing up. I loved shows like Gargoyles. Love Gargoyles, the animated show growing up. Didn't last uh, too long as a series, but was a big fan of it. Batman the Animated Series was a favorite of mine. The original Power Rangers series was fantastic as well, long before I was able to ever tell that that show was dubbed. Yes, that's right. That's how young I was when I started watching that show. I couldn't even tell as a kid that it was dubbed because I was a stupid child and had no idea what was going on. So I loved that. I loved a lot of Nickelodeon Disney shows too. Uh, Salute Your Shorts was a great show. All the game shows um, were great as well. I mean, there's so many that I could, you know, you know, I to- that I've totally forgotten right now, but basically 90s television was some of the best television that I think we've ever had. Just my own thought on that. Uh, Phonemo over on DLive says, uh, insisted to be, uh, it- instead of being a political junkie, oh, used to be, okay, I gotcha. Phonemo says, used to be a political junkie, but I stopped caring since all the virtue signaling started. Oh yeah, same here, man. Like That's why when it comes to like the actual politicians themselves, I, I don't really care as long as I'm not getting hurt or I'm not going to be directly impacted by it. And as long as, you know, bigger things aren't going to be directly impact, you know, impacted by it, I don't really care as much. You know, I, I'm just so tired of the political toxicity that we have right now going on in our country. And I don't think any of the people currently at the top of any of the tickets are really helping with that very much. All I know is that right now I'm doing very well. Right now, so far, the economy is doing very well, uh, coronavirus aside. And so that's pretty much all I can say about it. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, color me embarrassed to be born and raised from South Carolina. Ooh, born and raised South Carolina. Going for big Joe Biden. You know what's going to happen, too? Joe Biden's going to take this win, and he's going to say, look, you see, I'm still in this. Even though I personally, if you if you had to ask me, I, you know, I think, I think Bernie's got it. You know, if it's not Bernie, I would say that in all likelihood, it's going to be a brokered convention, which is going to be complete chaos, but that's the kind of stuff I like. I like chaos. I don't like things being predictable. I don't like things uh, being, oh, controlled by the, you know, you know that they want the people, the higher ups in the DNC, they want to control who the nominee is. And if they have no one as the nominee by the time the convention comes, I want the chaos. I want the absolute madness as I... um, as I, uh, let's see, did it, did it. all right, just responding to a text message there. Uh, but hope everyone's doing Robert Frey's in the chat. What's going on, Robert Frey? Destiny28 says, what's up, Odin? How are you? I'm doing just fine, Destiny28. I hope you are doing fine as well on this wonderful Saturday evening. Father Christopher Miller says, streaming during Super Tuesdays going to stink, eh? Oh, Lord, Father, yes, I- indeed. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I might make Tuesday an open forum as well, just so that we can jump around topics and not say, oh, look, we're talking Star Wars. And then a bunch of people come to watch about Star Wars. And then they're like, wait a minute, I didn't come to see a bunch of random political calls. And it's like, hey, it's just because I'm, you know, that's something that still interests me. I don't know why. Bruce says, Elon Musk might financially back an Alita sequel. Yeah, so a lot of people have been contacting me about that. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts Uh, about the Alita image on the rocket? And you know what? 
hey, if money goes towards Alita and it goes towards a sequel, that could be really good. I don't know much more about it other than Alita being put on a rocket. I'm assuming that he had to pay some money to the holder of the IP. Um, But again, I don't know if it would be the holder of the manga, you know, the IP of the manga. Or here's the thing with that. I know that James Cameron owns the rights to the movie for Alita Battle Angel, owns the rights to make movies about Alita Battle Angel. I don't know if he owns outright the character of Alita, for example, in, in the manga series and, and, or in any other medium. So I don't know if any money that Elon spent is going directly to the movie or not. I have not done a whole lot of research on that because to me, it's just Elon doing Elon stuff. <laughs> it's just Elon being Elon, you know, just putting things up there. Uh, HyronX13 says, I have a sequel idea for Parasite. Sorry, it's a bit spoilery and will take a few comments for me to tell what it's about. But I think you'll have the idea just sharing for fun. Uh, that sounds fine, man. Just if you could try and speak in coded language, that'd be great. That would be great. Um, Let us see here. Dean Approve says, on politics, I get you. I stopped as much as I used to. I stopped as much as I used to, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I used to be a lot more involved with it. You know, when I was in college, the reason why college I was so invested and I was almost borderline obsessed was because I was at an incredibly liberal college and I was born and raised Republican. And, you know, college is when I started to finally be challenged in that, right? I'm from the South, so I was never really challenged before on my viewpoints. And so I started to be challenged, and so I think as a way to cope with it, I just had to become, like, uber political. I would become the uber person, right? I was this huge John McCain supporter. And now, of course, I look back on that time in my life, and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking, right? I look back at people like Ron Paul, and I'm like, that dude was way before his time in so many different ways, right? And of course, now I'm, I'm politically independent, but it's just interesting that I got really involved in politics because I was just so inundated with roommates and with the college that I went to in general, just being so uber left, like crazy left. Not, not, not like, oh, I'm a Democrat or, you know, I'm, I have these specific issues, but like uber, uber left, like really bad. So I think it was just this natural reaction that I had to just, you know, try and push away from it. And, and I, the way I did that was by acting in the, you know, the opposite direction of that. So, yeah. Elsewhere, says, I agree with you on SmackDown. I have a slight glimmer of hope on Raw. I have lost all hope altogether. I'm done. I'm done with it. Glinda says, it's now woke wrestling entertainment. We're talking about wrestling, like WWE wrestling. As I said, I have not been following it, so I, I wouldn't know regardless. But AEW has definitely tried to poke the political bear a couple of times, uh, mostly with them having and defending their current champion. You know, Nyla Rose, I'm sorry, no matter what you do, you're a dude. I'm sorry, your chromosomes make that very clear. I don't buy into this, I can be whatever I call myself nonsense, right? I'm not going to go out of my way to go up to your face and, and you know, yell in your face and be rude like that, right? I'm not that kind of person, but if you're going to ask me to accept something that is biologically not true, no, not going to happen. It's so funny, too, that the party of science, right, the party of science uh, denies basic truths like chromosomes and also the ability to have life in the womb. Isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting? Now I'm sure I'm going to get demonetized because I'm talking about this kind of stuff. Can't have that happen, right? Can't have that happen. Father Christopher Miller says the Dell 17.3-inch gaming laptop. Father, what are you doing? With a gaming laptop. 
Intel Core i7, 16 gigs of RAM, NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2060, terabyte hard drive with 256 gig SSD, going to start doing history videos. Dude, father, that's a great system. That is an excellent system. You're going to have a great time editing video on that system. I actually have a uh, one of my uh, my travel computers is, I think, very similarly spec to that. That's a great system for doing some video editing on. Just make sure you're not going to want to use the internal camera on that, and you might want to get a different microphone. So what I recommend, start off with a USB microphone. They tend to be a little bit on the cheaper side, and they give pretty good quality. I obviously use the Snowball. A lot of people tend to use the Snowball as their first one, but there's a lot of other really good options out there. And then for your camera, I don't think you can go wrong with the one that I'm using right now, which is the the Logitech uh, 920. It is pretty much the standard that is used by a lot of people. Don't go for the Brio quite yet. The Brio, all that can really do is 4K content. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's 4K content at a wider view. And I don't think you really need that for anything, at least starting off. But yeah, definitely invest in a better microphone because the internal microphones on any laptop, no matter how much you pay for it, are going to be crap. And the internal cameras on any laptop, no matter how much you pay for it, are going to be crap as well. But that that is in a fantastic that is a fantastic laptop uh, to start doing some content creation on, though. That's for sure. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, yes, AEW is almost the way, except the dude women's champ. Exactly, Alex. Seriously. And that's why it's like I love watching it. And then all of a sudden they do any angle with Nyla Rose. And I'm like, okay, I'm no, I'm sorry. Stop having this dude beat up women. I know it's luckily this is scripted. You know, luckily this is staged. So I don't have to really have too much actual physical concern. But here's the thing. If a, if a woman messes up, right? If a woman, you know, uh, makes a mistake in the ring against another woman, it's going to be whatever it is. If a guy, and a, the, the, you know, Nyla Rose, the size of a guy, because guess what? He is still a guy, Chroma's only speaking, makes a mistake, someone could get really hurt. Because of muscle mass differences, because of so many other differences, and I think it's dangerous for them to do so. I really do. I, I even if it's staged, it is dangerous because a mistake made, right? If I was in a fight, right? If I was in a boxing match <laughs> or a staged boxing match with someone, and it was another guy, and I made a mistake, well, then okay, you know, if we're built the same way, like you know, if we have very similar builds, very similar styles, hey, we'll be okay. But if I get into the ring with someone, staged fight and it's someone that is of a completely different gender than me and has very different muscle mass than me, very different technical skills than I do, then guess what? If I make a mistake, it's going to have a lot more of an impact. In fact, the last match that Nyla was in, someone got cut open. Someone started bleeding. So just just going to say it. Uh, Peter Sharon, thank you very much for subscribing to the Secondary Channel. Welcome to Asgard. Gannison Elite Troll says, how are you? I'm doing fine, Gannison. Hope you are doing fine as well. Um, I know that you're in a different part of the world, so please stay safe during the whole coronavirus thing. Hopefully everything is going fine where you are, and hopefully uh, no one in your town, or sorry, no, no one in your area is sick. So hope everything is going okay. Soulsat says, I think Gargoyles was made because of the Batman show, and have you ever heard of a Wild, uh, wild and Crazy Kids? Yes, Wild and Crazy Kids. Love that show when I was younger. Uh, and yeah, Gargoyles was, I think, a great show. And yeah, very similar. I would say it's very similar to Batman. Mr. Peepie says, just on YouTube because of slow internet, if I open DLive, we are going to crash. Well, that's okay. There's only two people watching on DLive tonight anyway, probably because it's OMB Open Forum, and for some reason, you know, people love titles, and the algorithm just doesn't reward 
you know, very bland titles, but you know what? That's fine. I'm actually okay with that because it means that on both on YouTube and on DLive, we're going to have the core people. We're going to have the people that are paying attention saying, oh, I'm ready at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Saturdays and Tuesdays. There's no one else I'm going to watch, right? So it's going to be a lot more of an intimate affair is what I would say. Uh, the member, the lonely cynic, Laura. How's it going, Laura? Hope you're doing just fine. Uh, Gannison says, Transformers, G1, and Thundercats are my favorite show. Very, very good options. G Monkey says, Mine was Dukes of Hazard. 69 Dodge Charger and Daisy Duke helped shape my formative years. I'm such a toxic white male. Sorry, everyone. G Monkey, that is so toxic of you. That's so toxic of you. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you be so toxic? Gannison says, The politics of my country is going down the drain. Oh, no. I'm very sorry to hear that. Very, very, very sorry to hear that indeed. Um, let us see, where are we? Alex McCarthy says, You left last night before Gary saw that Fern Gully, that Fern Gary I tweeted. Fern Gary? What do you mean, Fern Gary? I don't think I remember the Fern Gary. John Early says, I've heard people say Iron Man 3 is pretty much kiss, kiss, bang, bang, because they were both directed by Shane Black. That's not true. They're two very different movies. You could say they have a similar tone, because guess what? Yeah, it's directed by the same dude. It's directed by the same guy. And directors usually have similar tones throughout their movies. So, yeah, as far as an actual plot, hell no. Whoever told you that's an idiot. Uh, Hybrid says, 20 years later, uh, Ki-Woo is alone. His mom passed away, still has hope for his father. But Park Da-Song, the rich son, tries to assassinate him. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Context here. All right. Anyway, Uh, so Ki-Woo is alone. Mom's passed away, still has hope for the father. But the rich son tries to assassinate him for the revenge of something. Okay, gotcha. Oh, that's going to be too much, man. I'm not going to be able to follow that at all. Slicer Neon says, uh, some some Yahoot, some Yahoot literally just replied to a year-old comment I made saying I don't have the right to criticize The Last Jedi. (laughs) You know what's amazing is that every now and then, people will make comments on videos that I've made like six months, seven months ago. And they'll make comments like as if I'm still talking about that issue. And they'll say, oh, my gosh, why are you obsessed? And it's like, I made that video six months ago. What do you mean? <laughs> Have you seen what I've been talking about lately? It's like, man, come on. Gannison says, I'm still waiting for Hot Toys Alita. Uh, Hyperin says, the song sympathizes with the person. Uh, team up to use Morse code skills to find the father, uh, wanting uh, who's a fugitive to try avoid getting him caught. Uh, and again, the reason why that's going to drive me crazy, dude, is because there's other comments that are in between those comments. If they were all nightly, nicely next to each other, it'd be fine, but you're driving me nuts, man. Bruce says, Doc Ido did a video about it. I emailed you the link. Yeah, I haven't watched the whole video yet. I saw the, I saw the video itself. Um, rather, I saw the title of the video, but I have not watched the video itself. Uh, let's see. Laura, member Laura, the lonely cynic, says, I was religious conservative, then went hardcore liberal. Now I'm centrist, but a cynical one. And there's nothing wrong with being a cynical person or a cynical centrist. That's where I feel like it's like that happy medium. You know, it's nice and warm in the middle. You know, you're not on one crazy side or the other. I believe in common sense. Common sense is where it's at. How dare you? Gannison, are there any good movies coming out this year? Uh, yes, I would argue that some of my favorite films looking out, uh, looking out to coming out this year would be Top Gun 2, definitely at the top of my list. Uh, Dune, I think, could be very good. I love Denis Villeneuve. 
Again, has always been a big fan of his. I know there's a lot of controversy and questions about casting and the characters, but I've never been attached to Dune, so I don't have as much of a reaction to it as normal. If I, when I watch it, realize that there's some you know agenda stuff going on in there, okay. But until then, I trust Denis Villeneuve to give me a great film, and he has not really failed me on that one yet. Every film that I've seen from his has been fantastic. Glinzer says, biggest WWE, uh, biggest WWE hypocrisy, men can't hit women, but women can hit men. Glinzer, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. And that, that's, one, that's been one of the biggest issues that I've had with it is like, okay, wait, you can allow for, uh, what's her name, who, is with, who used to be with Andrade or is still with Andrade? I'm still unsure because I, I really just stopped caring about the main show. But she can do Horokaranas on whoever she wants. But, you know, it's still, but that's also a cultural thing too, right? You know, if a woman hits a man, people usually don't take it as seriously as if it's the reverse. And if we're going to live in a fair society, if we're going to believe in true equality, it doesn't matter or shouldn't matter what the gender of the person hitting the other person is, right? If it's violence, it should be called violence. If it's a crime, it should be called a crime. And whatever the punishment for that crime is should be equal across the board. Now, we can argue saying that men are more likely to be the aggressor. But guess what? That means that you have to acknowledge hormonal differences. You have to acknowledge physical differences. And that's where certain people don't feel comfortable anymore. Because they have to then acknowledge that biology exists and that there are biological truths that exist as well. Dwarda Hoffman says, Happy Leap Year! It is Leap Day! You are very, very correct. You are very correct. I like your leapfrog. I like the leapfrog you used in the chat. It's very, very cute. It is so very, very, very cute. Um, let us see here. Jace Doe says, yo, Odin, what's up? Speaking of which, Jace Doe just sent me a whole new batch of digital codes. So I'm going to try and put a new digital code giveaway up in the Discord for my Patreon peeps and also over on Subscribestar. Um, there's a couple people, I think, or one or two people that won the last one that just never checked back. <laughs> um, but yeah, whenever there's giveaways, just always make sure you keep up on those because unfortunately for Subscribestar, it's harder because Discord, it's easier uh, to get notifications on. Subscribestar is still very much trying to become, trying to be Patreon and not quite getting there. Um, it still has a lot of issues to work out, but people want an alternative. So I, I gave people an alternative to Patreon. And uh, unfortunately, though, it's leaving a lot of things that, like notifications being a big one, unfulfilled or problematic. So I am very sorry if you are dealing with those issues. But anyway, Jay Stowe, thank you very much for sending me more codes. Says, yo, Odin, what's up? What are your thoughts on the XFL? For me, the way it is going this time around, it looks very good. Hope they become a nice developmental league for the NFL. And I think they will. I've only seen a hand, you know, about maybe three or four games, you know, Maybe not the entire way through, but like 75% of the way through. And I liked a lot of what I saw. I love the kickoff. To be honest, I think the kickoff is great. Definitely keeps the player's safety in mind. I don't like the interviews. Some people are loving those, but I don't like how, unless it's for comedy's sake, you just see a person, like one of the reporters, running up to someone. For example, there was that kicker who during the first week, I think, first or second week, missed a field goal, and then someone's running up to him, putting a microphone in his face saying, what do you feel about this? And some people like getting that instant reaction. For me, it just makes it more chaotic and kind of just makes it very distracting. The biggest issue I have with the XFL, though, right? So that I can, you know, have or have not. I'm not really that impacted by it. But the one thing that bothers me to no end is just all of the conversation we get 
between plays because now we get to actually hear the coaches read the plays out to the QB. We get to hear almost everything being said. But at the same time, we're still getting commentary from the commentators on the game. And sometimes those overlap, and the overlapping of those two drives me crazy because part of me is like, okay, if I want to listen to the, if the point is to listen to what the play is, let me listen to that. But if that is not important, then why are you playing it in the first place, right? So that's like my biggest issue so far is having just that constant audio noise. It drives me insane. Zine Water says, Gargoyles was good. I wrote, I wrote a whole Twitter rant about how we don't have deep cartoon shows anymore. Anyone else miss X-Men, Batman, Gargoyles, Batman Beyond, etc.? Yeah, I think you would be right about that. We don't have a lot of, I would say we don't have a lot of deep shows anymore. Not even just in animation, uh, but just in general. Just in general. Dora to Hobbit says, do you pay a membership fee to be a Geeks and Gamer member? <laughs> Uh, luckily not, no. <laughs> luckily, the, 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 the contracts we like to joke about, um, it, it's just a joke. We basically are freelancers, right? So, so I am a part of the Geeks and Gamers team, but it is all basically freelance work. You know, we help out each other in the end. And I'm hoping that one day we can get everything big enough to where it can become more than just, con- you know, more than just freelance to have maybe even a contract. But as of now, that's not the case, and it's it's nice that way. It's nice that way. We all have our own independent freedom. We have our own independent channels. But at the same time, we're also part of a larger group. So it ends up helping out in the long run. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, female Gary. Oh, female Gary. Okay. Gotcha. Now, now that makes more sense. <laughs> female Gary makes a lot more sense than Fern Gully Gary, which is what I thought you were going with. <laughs> Ganson says, TQ the COVID-19, okay, so uh, the uh, coronavirus is contained in my country, but Singapore got 80 people, Uh, hope it won't spread more here. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's contained in your country, man. Uh, I'm praying for you and for your safety and for everyone's safety, um, especially in those